Good day. Today we're continuing in Matthew chapters 8 and 9, where we see Jesus' authority being displayed not through words but through deeds, namely miracles. Now, there's a lot of really good stuff in these two chapters that we could have gone over, but after asking the Holy Spirit to guide me and after reading the text over and over again, he led me to one small sliver of Matthew chapter 9, the story of the woman who had been bleeding for 12 years. I'm sure that we've all heard this story before, but I'm going to recap it by reading it now. So Matthew chapter 9, verses 18 to 22 says, While he was saying this, a synagogue leader came and knelt before him and said, My daughter has just died, but come and put your hand on her and she will live. Jesus got up and went with him, and so did his disciples. Just then, a woman who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. She said to herself, if I only touch his cloak, I will be healed. Jesus turned and saw her. Take heart, daughter, he said. Your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed at that moment. I'm seriously floored at the boldness and faith of this woman. First of all, any woman could attest to the frustration and discomfort that would come from bleeding for 12 years straight. But it would have been so much more than just an inconvenience for this woman. She would have been anemic. She would have been super weak, probably all the time. And to top it all off, she would have been considered ceremonially unclean, excluding her from all social or religious events. This health issue truly would have isolated her at this time, causing her, no doubt, to feel super lonely and really desperate. In fact, we see the same story being told in Luke's Gospel as well as Mark's. Although Mark and Luke leave us with more info about this woman, they tell us that she had spent all her life savings on doctors to try and find a cure, and that, in fact, the treatment she had received was actually making it worse. That's found in Mark chapter 5, 26. And we are also told that the crowd that Jesus was in was so dense that it almost crushed Jesus. That's in Luke eight forty-two. I know that it's hard to imagine right now since none of us have been in a crowd for a while. <laughs> but when I imagine a crushing crowd, I think of being on either a subway or any type of public transportation during rush hour in a mega city. If you've ever been in that situation, you know how uncomfortable that is. People touching you on every side. So Jesus is in town, and this woman is holed up in her home, keeping herself away from the public due to her condition. She's heard about all the amazing things that Jesus has taught and all the miracles that he's done. She's told that he speaks and works with such authority and that, and that, and that he's what they've all been waiting for. Yet she must stay at home. Not today. She decides that today is the day that she's going to find healing. 
If this man is all he's cracked up to be, then by golly, there should be light at the end of this super dark, long tunnel. Imagine this. This woman, I imagine that this woman was literally sneaking through the crowd, probably completely covered so that no one would recognize her, just so that she could get close to Jesus. In her weak state, she braved the big crowd, and knowing that what she was doing was disgraceful, she decided that she wasn't going to draw attention to herself, but that she would only just touch the corner of his cloak. That ought to do it, and he won't even notice. It's a win-win or a draw. This woman had nothing to lose, so she took the risk and touched the edge of his cloak. Now, remember that crushing crowd that we talked about earlier? Well, somehow, Jesus notices that someone has touched him. Although the Matthew account of the story doesn't include the crowd, he does turn and notice the woman, and acknowledging her faith, he heals her. However, in the Mark and Luke accounts, they tell us that the woman, when the woman touches his clothes, Jesus immediately notices and asks who touched him. His disciples shrug their shoulders and simply remind him that many people are touching him because he's in a huge crowd. But Jesus insists that something more significant has happened. And the woman now knows that she can't go unnoticed. Fearfully, she reveals who she is and why she has touched Jesus' clothes. Jesus doesn't get angry or uncomfortable. He actually blesses her to carry on in peace, free of the suffering that she had come to him with. Wow. Not only does this woman take a huge risk in approaching Jesus like this, but Jesus recognizes her presence and her desire for healing, and he makes it so. As you remember, we read at the beginning of the passage that Jesus was actually on his way to resurrect a young girl who had recently passed away. Or in Luke and Mark's accounts, Jesus was en route to heal a girl who was on her deathbed who actually dies in the middle of this whole encounter with this woman. However, Jesus takes the time to pay attention to this woman, whose story only occupies such a small part of Jesus' journey. And of course, if you read on, you'll see that Jesus arrives at the home of the synagogue leader, and he raises the girl from the dead after this story, which... We're not surprised there. The truth is, there's no inconvenience for Jesus. He will stop what he's doing to care for, heal, encourage, and bless anyone who reaches out for it. Two things I think we can take from this are first, are we willing to take the risk to reach out for Jesus' attention? Do we truly believe that he will stop in his tracks to notice us? I know I need to ask myself this often. But the answer is yes, he will. His heart is for you and he wants to heal you. And second, are we paying attention to those who are taking a risk to reach out to us? 
whether it's obvious or not, we all have people in our lives who are reaching out to be noticed. May we have the attentiveness and compassion of Jesus to give of ourselves without inconvenience. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, so much for this story. It just, it just, it so encourages me, Jesus, to know that that you see me among among a, a, amongst a crowd, and that if I'm reaching out and even just for a corner of your cloak, that you will notice, Jesus. I just pray that you would encourage us today, Lord, that you would show us how much you love us, that you would take the time for the smallest thing or the biggest thing, and that we aren't an inconvenience at all to you, Jesus. I thank you so much for that. And I pray that, Lord, that as we go into this week, that we would remember what you've done for us, Jesus, and who you are, and that we would reach out to others in the same way. Thank you so much, Lord. Amen.